Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. So Supta soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides, and anything that you want to be more comfortable here. Any amount of propping or a, you know, a cocktail. And then let your eyes fall gently closed. And take in your first impressions of yourself. And let those impressions start to ebb away as you focus in on your breath. Work with four by four breaths. So, you know, breathe in for a count of four and out for a count of four. Now, for years when I started yoga, I always had this huge question whenever the teacher said something like that, like, how fast do I count? And I spent the entire breathing exercise like completely wrapped up in how fast should I be counting? The answer is however fast you want to count. Being sensible with your breath doesn't need to be overly drawn out and we don't want it to be rushed. But your steady count, whether it's to four or 12, whatever you want to choose, is just evening out the inhale and the exhale. So just in case anyone here was getting wrapped up in how fast should the count? Yeah, you can raise your hand if you want. <laughs> Just know that you are not alone. <laughs> there were multiple hands raised. So there, I answered the great question of yoga for all time. We can now evolve to the next highest plane, levitate ourselves out of this. Steady, rhythmic counting, steady, rhythmic breath. Have one more complete round of inhale and exhale to your own count. Let your attention come back to your impressions of yourself. What's going on? Thoughts, feelings, what's the tone, the mood, the things you pick up on now. Next, inhale, bring your knees together. Just fold them in and feel the soles of your feet on the floor. As you exhale, draw your knees in towards your chest. And hold fairly tightly. How high? Tight? That's up to you in your definition of, of holding your knees close, hugging them tight. Gentle rock, just a few inches side to side across the top rim of your pelvis. So feeling the posterior, superior, iliac spine, PSIS, uh, the knobbly bony part of the back of your hips. And then let the knees slide gently away until you feel more like you're rocking across the kind of flat space of, of the sacral area. And take the hands away and let the knees go a little further out until you feel like you're rocking across the lower rim of the hips. Even your feet get really close to the floor and you feel sitting bones. And that back, so you're rocking right across the equator of the sacrum. And when you get there, 
pause and let the knees spin in opposite directions of each other. So just one knee clockwise, one knee counterclockwise and vice versa. Just what feels like that. They're moving in opposite directions. The weird thing about these figure eights is they're actually moving the same direction when they're moving opposite, opposite when they're moving the same. Go ahead and try a few different variations of the legs moving independently and just don't think too hard about it. Bring everything back into center. We'll hug knees to chest and then release feet to the floor again. Just in wonderment of having feet. Pause. And then walk your feet to the edges of your mat. And, and go until you feel some surface of floor under part of your foot and some surface of mat under part of your foot. And pause there and note your sensory ability to feel the difference between the two. It's simple, but it's real. And then you take your knees side to side in the uh, ever popular long-standing Sanskrit windshield wiper twists. If you need to move your feet in now or move them out now, totally do that. If you are moving them on and off the mat, just let that sensory tactile experience bottom side, edge of your feet. We'll always feel stuff with our feet until our feet hurt or until we're on some really novel surface like sand or hot pavement. We have sensory ability there. simple as it is, drawing your attention into actual, real, live sensory experience here now. It's calming and soothing for the nervous system, the brain that's at the center of it. Let your knees stay over to your right. We'll pause and breathe. I'm not going to reach your arms back toward the wall behind I always feel like this is a, a reclined version of jumping up in the air. Totally show my age and probably uh, no one's going to get this, but there was like a Toyota commercial when I was younger where people jumped up and shouted Toyota. They were always jumping like this. So any of y'all who've like had TV in the 80s, maybe you saw it emblazoned on the circuits. Inhale, come back to center, knees over to your left. If this is going to go up on the podcast, I think, uh, as long as there aren't too many errors in the class, this podcast was in no way sponsored by Toyota. Breath in. Breath out. You come back to center and take your knees in and feel knees to chest as far as you go. Take a big hug in. Then let the hips settle down till you feel like the sacrum is level. And float your knees out until you have a, a fine balance there of the knees stacked over the hips, knees out right angles, or you could drop your heels down toward the uh, sitting bones. Keep your legs at right angles with your body. Hug your knees into center. If you've got a block, even better, block between the knees. Belly twisting pose, knees side to side, and hugging either the block or the imaginary like, sheet of paper between the knees. Move side to side and you're really aware of the legs staying at that right angle with the hip. If the pose starts to get 
too much. Keep dropping your feet down even to the floor. Just keep your knees out over the uh, over the hips or beyond the hip points in order to keep your low back free from any rounding. One more round here. One more round of twist, not round of round. And then back in at center. Hug your knees tightly into the block or your imaginative block. And then curl up, knees to nose, nose to knees. You can use your hands. You can reach your hands forward. Inhale your legs back to 90 degree angles and reach your arms back behind you. Exhale, curl, reach forward toward your toes. Inhale, reach long. And the legs to 90. Curl in. Knees to 90 degrees, arms reach long. One more time. Curl in. And reach long. This time, curl in. Stay tucked tight. Dips the block if you got it. And then if you enjoy rocking, rock, not so much. Press your hands down, come up to seated and around to down dog. Down dog, inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale your knees down. And then gently drop your hips into the laziest up dog you've ever done. Lazy, but not sloppy. Press your feet, like so precision in your laziness. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Let the, the back bend be just kind of nice, just a, a nice kind of hammock sensation. And press into your hands and child's pose. Welcome to keep the arms out in front or slide them back by your legs. Let your head rest. And your breath get into the upper back, mid back, lower back, as you pay attention to it. So for sure your breath spreads the space under your shoulder blades, around your collarbones. Also mid back, down towards or the kidneys, the diaphragm muscle opens up. And whatever aspects of those parts of the body you can feel, shower them with breath. As you breathe, maybe you notice you become more aware of deeper and deeper portions of the body or portions of the body we don't normally consider, underarms, side body. Have one more breath here. In all directions, especially the, the lowest portion of the lungs and back. The breath can get all the way there. Mind can too. And slowly release the breath. We'll come up hands and knees to down dog. And look forward to your hand. Step your right foot straight ahead into a lunge. Bring the back knee down right where it is. There's a chance we took kind of a short lunge. Good, we'll, we'll stick with the, the short lunge. If you took a longer lunge, take a shorter one. We'll come up hands to the front thigh. And then do a micro bend here, a little micro pull of the, the front heel into the mat. So just little, little pulls of the heel and how big? Again, this is a, your intuition, right? It's small though. If you're going, really big like we do that's that's something different just edging in edging out 
pause, press your front foot down. We're gonna reorient. So we'll take the hands to the mat. You're gonna walk the foot out toward the edge of the mat and fingertips on the floor for this one. Same idea, little, little pulse of basically the front heel pulling into the mat, drawing the knee forward and back. So really small range of motion, subtle range of motion. Then pause here. You're gonna turn the toes out to the diagonal. So right toes out to like two o'clock and then little pulls of the heel, the knee over toward that diagonal. Pause, pull the heel into the mat, and plant your hands and shift the weight back in a half monkey guard like pose, Ardha Hanumanasana, the leg a little out to the side in, in, in relation to the usual what we do. And then exhale, walk your way back into a low lunge, tighten your back leg, press through the ball of the back foot, step back, down dog. Look forward to your left hand, step the left foot straight forward. We're in low lunge, back knee down, and it's it's one of those reformed lunges. It's, it's a little shorter than usual. Bring your hands up to your front thigh, and you're gonna give just a little bit, a little edging in and out that happens when you pull from your front heel, right? rather than kind of push the knee forward and back. This is a lot of, of work coming down from, from the, the hips moving it. Instead, real subtle, moving from the heel, pulling. What we're doing is activating the musculature, the back of the leg, up from the heel to the hip. And you more precision in how we move. Uh, possibly more activation of musculature as well. Might be feeling that. It's a, the hope. Less momentum being used, more muscle being used, more intention being used. Pause. We're gonna bring the hands down, walk the foot out and to the side. Turn your toes to, oh, straight ahead for this first one. Hands down on the floor. And uh, blocks are great here too if you want to use blocks for the hands. And pull with the front heel. Get those little micro bends. And as we're moving in, in smaller, subtle ways, taking note of what's going on in your body. Sometimes it's easier to feel things in the shorter range of motion. We get kind of in the, in the range of motion trap sometimes where more is better, bigger is better. Sometimes the sensation loses out to the geometry. Pause. We're going to turn the toes out to the diagonal. And then as you're pulling the heel, those little micro bends, the knee is tracing out of that diagonal too. Check in with your hands and your shoulders. Another public service announcement about are your shoulder blades hiked more than they need to be? Good chance there's just that, that wee bit of escalation that happens because life. It doesn't need to happen right now. In pause. And then simply straighten that leg, send the hips back. Half monkey god with the uh, a little bit of sideways, a little, little sideways. For some of us that will make the pose more intense, for some of us will make it less intense. It's interesting to know which one, uh, which one you are today. It could be different tomorrow. Rock forward, walk your foot in, turn the back toes under, squeeze the back leg tight, and step back. Down dog. Pause where you are, set your gaze between your feet, press the feet down and out. 
This would do for the outer edges of the legs activate, backs of the legs activate. Just come in first finger knuckle down and forward. Let your shoulder blade slide with your arm bones, your breath in. Let it go through your mouth. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. Feet wide apart, toes point straight ahead. Bend your knees. Press the three points of each foot down into the mat. And as if you're trying to pull the mat apart, take the leg bones out. The feet are firmly planted, they're not going to move. Feel the action of the legs. One more breath here. Release hands and walk your feet together. Inhale your way up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, we'll draw hands together at heart center. Just for a breath in. And a long, slow breath out. Sun ace. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Getting into this rhythm of your breath. Evening out. Inhale and exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out, down dog. Breath is empty in that space between breath. Look forward, walk or hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, slow fold in. Again, sunne, inhale, reach up. Timing out your movement to fit the evenness of breath. Some movements are gonna be bigger, some smaller. Elongate the smaller movements to time out with the longer ones. Be spending a little more time pressing into some poses than others, keeping the breath the same. Empty of breath, and that kumbhaka, look forward, walk or hop. Breathe in and breathe out. Two more rounds. Take your time with it. Play with that alignment of your movement to your breath. It doesn't always come right away. It doesn't always feel natural. But sometimes what feels natural is chaos brain. Exhale completely in down dog. We walk or hop and then breathe in. All the way out. Smaller movements there. There's a little more of your attention, a little more time, a little bit more depth. What may feel more natural is to rush the big movements in order to time them out with the shorter ones. Notice if that starts happening. Not a big deal, but we want to reverse it. You're empty walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. 
and breathe out. Katasana, move into lunge salutations. Same idea. Steady, equanimous breath. And lift halfway. We're walking the feet apart, hip distance. Exhale to step back into the lunge. Then the inhale is to reach up. Hands to your mat. Look forward, step back, little push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Empty right foot steps forward. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward, reaching long to step up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. So you'll notice that like all these slightly different movement patterns. Breathe in and reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, halfway lift. Walk your feet slightly apart. Breathe out, the left foot steps back. You land it cleanly, the breath is out. Then inhale. On that one, you have plenty of time. And the idea is to not rush it. Exhale, low push-up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. End of the exhale, this is a quick step. And inhale. Reach up, not rushed, but the step is for sure quicker. Bow forward, elongate, step up, breathe in, halfway lift. There's a lot to do to get into this one, so not quite as long. But then the fold forward. Give that all the attention. Inhale, Ukatasana chair pose. Exhale, fold, bigger range of motion. We're not gonna speed it up. We're gonna let it take the full exhale. Then inhale, halfway lift. A few things to do, draw the spine long and toe heel the feet apart. Exhale, one thing to do, set the foot back. Then inhale, reach the arms up. Inhale is done, hands to the mat. Chaturanga is a lot of things to do, but we're not going to rush them. An upward facing dog, relatively little to do there. You lengthen it out. Down dog. And press all the way into it. And there's that space. You step your right foot forward. Breathe in, reach up. It happens a little more simultaneously. Bow forward, reach the hands forward to the front of the mat and step the feet together as you halfway lift. Everything organized and precise. Bow forward, that's simple. Extend it out and meet the breath. Ukatasana. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet apart. And left leg back. Wait for your breath in, reach up, full extension. Press into your feet as you bow, hands to the mat. Low push up, unhurried. Dog, extend. Down dog, press all the way back into it. Feel the end of the breath in the down dog. In the pause, step the left foot forward. Inhale, the arms up. Exhale, bow at the hip, reach the chest forward, hands forward. You step up. There's the organization of the feet and the lift of the chest halfway. And then bow forward, breathe all the way out. Inhale, eyes up to standing mountain pose. 
and exhale, hands to heart center. Pause, Samastiti. Breathing exercise of four in, four out. As you stand, a good chance right now your breath is a little elevated and making it to the same four is not happening right away. Cool. That's what we're doing here. You're bringing it back in. So maybe the first time you get to two, then you get to three, three and a half. Or maybe started counting fast. And then kind of slow. Take a moment to self-regulate. If you happen to close your eyes, open them up, set them at a point in front of you, and take standing pigeon, cross your right foot over your left thigh. Your gaze straight ahead of you right now is going to drop as you drop your hips back. So it's like you're moving your eyes straight down that wall or thing out there in front of you. Just keep that so that the, the eyes stay up, the chest stays up, the breath in. Breath out, bring your hands to your hips. Keep your gaze set forward. Now you know where your hips are. And you can then take your right hand and trace it down to your knee without looking at your knee. You can feel that you have a knee. Trace the hand down your shin bone. You have a shin bone. Eventually you find your heel. Cup the right palm around the heel. Keep looking straight ahead for now. Set your hips back further. Press your heel into your hand and your hand back into your heel. And on our next inhale, we're going to twist open, stack your left shoulder over your right. Just turn your gaze to look at your sidewall. Just find another spot, go right to it. Keep your eyes steady on that point. Press your heel into your hand, your hand back into your heel. One more breath here. Then you're going to unwind, bring your gaze back to that initial point as you come to standing. Hands to heart, pause, breathe. Notice any quickening in the pace of the breath. Or maybe there's a sensation that you are holding your breath. If so, no big deal. If you've noticed, that's a big deal in a good way. Then the other side. So pick your spot for your drishti gaze. Left foot crosses over, and then keep your gaze set. And as you sit your hips back, just let the gaze slide down. And we'll take the hands to the hips and keep your gaze set where it is. So this is mental exercise, as well as if you keep your gaze set, it's a lot easier to balance. So take your left hand, trace down to your knee, trace it down your shin, then from your shin, ankle, find your heel. Okay. You don't have to see it, you know you have it. Right? You can touch it. Press the heel into the hand, hand back into the heel. So we're getting active range of motion from the left leg. Stay here, breathe. On an inhale, I'm gonna rotate the chest open. Pick a gaze point at the sidewall. Hold it steady. Keep pressing your heel into your hand, hand into your heel. Inhale, unwind, look forward to your gaze point there, and then unwind the legs, reach your arms up. And exhale, hands to heart center, gaze is still set. And inhale, exhale pattern here, count the breath. And on an inhale, reach up. 
exhale, fold. Take your time. Equalize. Inhale, exhale, movement. Breathe in. Uplift. Hold your hands and breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. We'll open out to warrior two. Bring the arms out of it. Check in with your front toes, point them straight ahead. Take in your back foot, make sure it's parallel with the back edge of the mat. Once you get that pull into the front heel, the same way we did in those uh, initial micro lunges, Hold that though, you stay in. If you want to play around with the length of your stance, change the back foot, leave the front foot pointing straight ahead. For, for most of us that has a tendency to, to go side to side, the knee has tendency to go side to side. So keep the front leg, heel pulled in. All three points of the front foot work in the mat. Checking with your toes, be sure they're not working the mat. They're down, they're grounded without gripping. You have them though, you can feel them. You can feel things that seem to be toes, but maybe you're not sure where that like third toe is. Send the ivy mind down, legs to feet. What are your toes doing? On your inhale, you float your arms up. And exhale, press into your front foot to straighten the front leg and tip into triangle. You can take your right hand to the floor or block or your shin even. Press down into your feet. Squeeze muscle to bone through the legs as if your abdominal muscles were pulling your leg muscles up through straws. Turn your right, your left shoulder to stack on top of the right. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Bend your front knee. Press into your feet. We're going to come up to warrior two and then turn to the side for straddle. Point your toes out toward the corners of your mat. And take, take a pretty long straddle here. We're going to move side to side in lunges. Upright side lunges. So you take hands to your hips. Keep your chest up. We're not going to hinge at the hip for this side. There's, there's a different variation here. You stand upright. Good. As you're moving side to side, pull your heel into the mat. As you're moving to one side, pull that heel into the mat. Press the other foot down. The other foot may be trying to lift up. Don't let it. One more round is a great. Come back to center. Walk the feet in quite a bit from that so that you have a steady straddle. Lift your chest and bow forward. Let your head drop. The back of your neck soften. Let your knees soften as much as they need to to rock your weight forward into the balls of your feet. Lift the toes. Turn your head and look and see if any of them are white knuckled. Let the toes off the hook. Spread them wide. See how many you can feel. Your mind does have the map down into each toe. We spend so much of our, our life in shoes or socks. We don't always remember that map. Breath in, walk your hands forward in front of you and then around to the front of your mat. Right foot forward. Shift your weight back into a lifted pyramid. So the back heels up and then also pull the front foot 
up, point the toes toward the ceiling and the back heel drops down. If the back heel gets all the way down, well, you could do that, or you could step the back foot back. One more breath where you are. Let it out completely, find the end of the exhale. And when you inhale, rock forward into low lunge. Plant your hand, exhale to low push-up. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. Open out, warrior two, pause, take it in. Look at your front toes, are they pointing straight ahead? When we do look at the front toes, it's the second and third toe pointing straight ahead. Right? And uh, something that you don't have to guess at, you don't have to think about, you just look. Knee in line with the second and third toe. The way we get there that you're really sure you get there, Press all three points of your foot down. And look at the back foot. Have it just about parallel to the back edge of your mat. And be sensible with your ankle if that alignment doesn't work for your back foot. The alignment that works for your ankle does. You can keep your hands at your hips for now, unless you really want them up. But check in with their 10 toes. Can you raise all 10 toes? And you put them back down lightly. If not, you just does like your work. That's what you do. Pay attention to the toes. Pull into your front heel so you get that same action of the micro lunge. Stay with it. Notice if that also put lines on your forehead or a clench to your teeth. On an inhale, we'll float the arms up. Really good. Yeah, arms can extend out to the sides with soft elbows, straight. And check in with any elevation of the shoulder blades up around the neck. Did they need to, to lift? Is there that little wee bit of escalation that you could just let go? Exhale, straighten your front knee and tip into triangle. And tap into the sensation that you're feeling in your upper body. Are you feeling like you're going down or rounding? That's a sign to use a prop, to use a block. Take a moment. You are the best judge of this. Do you feel like your torso is going up or going down? Is your heart pointing up or pointing down? If it's kind of curved and pointing down, get a block. Get onto your leg. Do whatever you need to do. Do whatever you need to do to get your heart moving up. Like whatever it is. Scratch the dog, whatever it is. But slide up. We do not need to touch the floor as much as we want to elevate and make space for breath. But if you could choose between those two, like touching your floor or making space for your breath, uh, it would be weird to choose touching the floor over that. On your next inhale, bend your front knee, and then up to stand. And then turning to the side, again, toes out toward the corners, walk wide, Bend your knees so we're in a horse's stance. And then surfer lunges that, I don't, I'm sure that's the original Sanskrit, where you pull one heel and then the other into the mat, moving your knees in line with second toes as you go. So horse's stance that sways side to side. Also kind of like you're riding a, a very rotund horse with a really weird gait. <laughs> a dude ranch somewhere, overfed ponies. Okay. Come on back to center, lift your chest. And then we're going to bow into this, hands to the mat. As you bow into it, start to walk your feet further apart, right? if that's an option for you. If it's not an option for you, stay where you are. Walk the feet apart, maybe to uh, straddle split or is a wide folded straddle, totally cool. If you're taking the straddle split option, keep drawing your heart forward, your body parallel to the floor. 
pay attention to does your heart feel like it's going down or do you feel parallel to the floor? Stay parallel to the floor, stay firm in the upper body. Picking with your toes and your fingers, let any white knuckles get their circulation back. And then we'll walk the feet into that manageable straddle where you feel grounded, where you feel like you can easily take weight out of your arms. Then walk said arms around to the front of the mat, which is the left foot. And shifting the hips back, lifted pyramid, so called because the back heel is up in the pose. And if you like, optionally, front foot is up. The back heel does go down. It's not wrong, you can keep it there. Or you could step the foot back, just elongating this toward a split. As you're here, check out what your shoulder blades, your neck, your jaw are doing. If they seem to be holding you in the pose, give more work to the feet and legs or body. The arms get noodly and soft, shoulder blades aren't being used right now. They don't need to be used right now. Same thing with the back of the neck, the jaw. Next inhale, you're gonna rock forward into a low lunge. Pull your heart forward. Keep that action as you exhale, step back, low push up. Breathe in, up dog. Good. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breath in. Let you let out through your mouth. Look through your hands, walk across the seated, and pause it seated, cross-legged, and that could take many forms. Siddhasana with the ankles crossed, Sukhasana with the legs crossed more deeply so that you've got like ankle to knee, a double pigeon or fire logs crossed with the shin bones stacked top each other, or if you'd like cow face with the knees stacked top each other, all kinds of options, just cross your legs in a way that works for you. Lift your hips up, slide them back, and bow forward. I'm pretty sure the teacher did not tell you which leg to cross in front. If she was bossy, sorry. Just notice which leg you did cross in front. Either by habit or choice. Just how did you get here? Let your head drop. Notice that. Now I'm done to breathing. Three more breaths here. We'll count to those inhales and exhales. Four in, four out. On an inhale, come back upright to seated. Pause where you are. There's a leg that is crossed on top or in front. Note that one. Opposite hand's gonna come across and hold that knee. So if your right leg's in front or on top, it's the left hand, vice versa. Twist. As you twist, we're gonna use the leg pressing into the hand. Yeah. The option to push with your hand, the option to do you know, work with the, the hand, or the option to start this from your leg. And that's just, we're gonna practice that for a bit. And then if you need to change it, you change it. Press the knee into the hand. Press the hand back into the knee. And breath, do the rest. 
a mental eye on what's going on at the hand and knee. Good chance for some of us that the, the hand will start overworking, the forearm will start overworking. You don't need to push that hard. We're just solidifying the, the structure, the twist, and the breath is doing the work. Inhale, unwind, undo the whole thing, sit back out of it, cross the other leg in front. And then adjust as needed if this is the unusual side, might take on a different shape. Lift your hips up, slide to the front of the sitting bones, lift up and bow forward. Maybe unusual, we don't want it to be uncomfortable. So there's a certain level of, of comfortable that you get in yoga. There's comfortable discomfort, really. Well, that can be taken a little too far. The idea is that you're feeling something. Feeling something somewhere, have a sensory experience to anchor into. The mental practice for coming out of the manas mind or the ahamkara mind. There's portions of the mind that are devoted to stuff outside of us, or to our own internal saga, to the buddhi mind, the intuition, the awareness. Sometimes what your intuition or awareness notices is that you're suffering or struggling. If that's what you're noticing, change up until you're not suffering, you're not struggling. You have enough going on. There's a focal point that there's an intention and an action completing that intention. Sometimes I think that's the definition of sanity. That's just like my opinion, man. On an inhale, you come up to seated. Whatever leg is crossed in front or on top, in whatever creative way you've chosen, the opposite hand comes across. Catch that knee. Sit up way tall, lift through your chest, other hand back behind on the floor, on a block. Start the twist with the leg, press the knee into the hand. So one thing we're also getting there is an active range of motion for the hip. And as the hand meets it, you have a steady frame for the twist. And let the breath do the twisting, breath lifts. Check in again with the hand and arm. Feel like you've got the rock climbing grip going on. That's not unusual. Balance of effort that keeps you steady in the pose. It keeps the leg at work and it's anchoring. But then allow some freedom and ease through your upper body. Inhale, you'll unwind the twist, undo the legs, bring the soles of the feet to the mat and just feel the feet on the floor, all three points, all 10 toes, and slide your hips towards your heels, come on down to your back. Take happy baby, or if there is another variation of reclined hip opener, or 
Even constructive rest, possibly upturned straddle. Whatever works for you here. Help three of those four by four breaths. Your next round of complete breaths. Pause. Take your impressions of yourself right now. And let those dissolve as you let your body slide out into Shavasana. Setting of the pose, uh, the intention of creating peacefulness and calm in your body. Enjoying it, maintaining it. And for some of us, that is the essence of the work, remaining present in peaceful relaxation. The mind gets busy, wants to do other things. We go back to creating that peaceful, calm state of being where you can rest. And again and again, back to that intention, put it into action. Trusting your intuition to lead you back into natural center of self. It's truly peaceful and serene. Once you're ready to come back, start with gently wiggling your fingers and your toes. Breath. To your right side. Again, just a pause. Be unhurried and bring the peacefulness and serenity with you imprint it here and make your way up to see that make a nice pause land your sitting bones your hips your spine your ribs moving with your breath take a moment to Achieve that fine balance of your head at the top of your spine. Draw hands together at heart center. Do the sternum lightly lift to the thumbs. Thumbs taking that first impression of the lift of your heart, rising the forehead center. Pause. 
breath in, breath out, unhurried. That was great, y'all. Thanks so much for being here. Namaste. Great work. Have an excellent night. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.